Hello, everybody. Welcome to Imperfect Action with Brock Edwards. And I am, of course, really excited for my guest today. I've got Dan Waldschmidt here with me. How are you doing, Dan? I'm doing fantastic, I think. <laughs> very, very definitive answer. So uh, excited to have you on. And, you know, I often have guests introduce them, themselves and there is a, a ton to tell about you. Um, so let, let me just throw some things out there and then I'll let you introduce around that. And so you are, well, for, first off, you've got like a million followers on Facebook. You have a best-selling book, over 500,000 copies, which I, I know they don't do like, you know, gold record and platinum record for books, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, it kind of seems like that would be up at platinum record status. Something like uh, that. You, yeah. You, you've got a blog with a, over 30 million reads, um, champion ultra runner, sought after speaker. And, you know, of course your biggest accomplishment, you know, you co-host a podcast with me. Absolutely. Uh, actually, By far the biggest. I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and for those listening, I am kidding there. Dan is gracious enough to let me co-host with him occasionally uh, over on his podcast. And uh, so uh, very excited to have you here today, Dan. Uh, so around that, go ahead, introduce yourself, let people know who you are and what you do. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. I, at 40 years old, I'm trying to figure out what I do, Brock. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I do. I, 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 my wife says you're like chief encourager. She's like, you need to put that on your card because when people call you, they call you frustrated and they leave not frustrated. Uh, and so you should put chief encourager. But, you know, look, I, 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 I my previous explanation for me was an ordinary dude with a, a extraordinary vision or something like that. I, I forget now. It's a little bit uh, clever by half, I think. But I essentially, I've got this um, kind of drive to be my best self. And the older I get, the more that drive seems to kick in. And I never used to understand it when I was 25 and 26 and CEO of a company. I would hear people saying like, I'm 70 going on 30, you know, and I, and I, and I would be like, what? I'm 26 going on 30. And now I get it is like, I'm uh, just realizing how much potential there is for me to level up. And when I do that, how that impacts my family, my friends, my company. And so uh, uh, the best way to describe me, I think, Brock, is, um, is, is uh, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go really old to Archimedes. I, I, now, since I was thinking about this, I, I explained this uh, it, this way. You know, Archimedes was that Greek guy um, like a Socrates sort of dude, um, who he realized he, he had his, his slave fill up his bathtub with water and he stepped into the bathtub and he noticed that the water all of a sudden spilled on the floor. And he thought, oh, this is pretty sciencey, right? This is interesting. What's happening here? And what he learned is that you know, you can't have two things in the same position, right? I mean, despite all of our science fiction uh, sort of movies and, and, and uh, you know, interesting theories, like two things can't be in the exact same spot. They can't. And so if, you're, um, if you've got a full tub and you get in the tub, what splashes out is what used to be in the tub. Okay, here's what I say is I, uh, in my business, fill myself up with things that I think would benefit the world and my clients specifically, and then I get in the tub. And when I'm in the tub, what splashes out is hopefully a little bit of that uh, greatness for others. And so, um, yeah, I'm in this kind of talk about imperfect action. I feel like most days are mostly imperfect. And just by the grace of God, am I like 
not screwing up bad enough to be run over by a semi, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's me. I, dude, I butchered it. <laughs> Take it from the top, sir. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Yeah. So as, as far as elevator speech goes, uh, that was a long ride in the elevator there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> but, but the you, Burj Khalifa. You made it to the top. <laughs> but, but yeah, you covered a lot of ground there. So, and you have had a really interesting career path and can you just give <clears> a, a, a short overview of your career arc? Okay. I'm gonna give it to you in like 30 seconds or less. Um, young kid, uh, grew a couple companies to millions of dollars, uh, became CEO at 25, took that company even bigger, ended up selling it to a, a big, big, big company called Edmund Scientific that, that's publicly traded, and um, and then went on to become a consulting company that's now uh, doing work in 17 or 18 countries and and everything from healthcare to 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 to, to technology stuff, uh, which is why today I'm out here in Silicon Valley um, helping people. Really, was one thing. It's really about how do I take this idea or kernel of idea and and turn it into a business or generate you know generate lots of revenue grow uh, from this kernel of an idea. And it's either companies that are uh, small and need to get big or companies that are big and stuck. And we help them not just get unstuck, but do it in magical ways where they like grow magnificently. So do it in magical ways. So what is some of that magic there? I mean, you know, if you can actually yeah. say what some of the magic is. So most, a, a, a lot of companies focus a lot on process and, and you know this because you're a, a process driven individual. I think, I, I think, do you consider yourself a process driven individual? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like to think, I like to think about systems and process and how the pieces fit together and, and how to make them fit together. Better. Yeah. I think that's why we're friends because I'm fascinated by how you do all that. It's pretty cool. Actually. Um, for those of you who listen to the podcast, you'll hear little bits of that. I'll have, I'll call Brock with like a complex <laughs> scenario. He's like, Oh, just do a and B and C. And it's, it's wonderful. I'm like, Oh, Dang it. Why didn't I think of that? So, so a, a lot of people think about business growth as methods. In fact, in my bag, hold on here, right next to me, I've got a book by Tom Moore, Scaling the Revenue Engine. And the forward is by Jeffrey Moore, author of Crossing the Chasm. Um, so I've got this book in my hand, and um, which is great for podcasts because none of you can see it, but um, it's all about process. What do I do to scale the revenue engine? Here's what I've realized, that there, there's three parts of, of growth. And, and I'm going to say this is business and personal life, because I see this is all overlapping. There is mindset, there are methods, and then there is magic. So mindset, methods, magic. Most of what people focus on are methods. In fact, a lot of the internet <clears throat> is focused on methods, How, you know, work from home and make 75 digits, you know, um, they're all in our Facebook feed. I can't, don't know why I can't recall them now, but you know, all those, you know, sort of like niche, you know, you know, Steve, you know, made three letters on his news uh, on his typewriter and now he's worth a million dollars. It's all, it's all process driven. And the, the process is tainted by the mindset. And if, and if you have kids, you understand this uh, because I'll say to my kids and, and I have these kids who are like teen and preteen. And as you know, everything is smelly. And so you'll say, you know, Bryce, my oldest son, also called Dan. Hey, go, you know, go clean your room. He's like, oh, OK. And he cleaned his room. And, I, and I'm thinking, OK, he's cleaning his room. And 
you know, Brock, you and I have a definition for that, right? There's like a baseline, <laughs> like maybe your, maybe your bed's made, but it maybe should look like you at least tried, you know? Uh, and there's, you know, maybe no dishes in the room. That might be a, a low bar. There's no, you know, take them down to this, you know, there, there's like not water bottles on the floor and the six towels that you've used over the last week are not stacked up on your dresser. No, it's, we have this expectation of what that means. And he's like, but dude, I did it. I did it. Like I moved these things from one corner of the room to the other corner of the room. I cleaned my room. And, and so that's a mindset. So here's why that matters. My mindset is this is my house. I paid a lot of money for this house and I would like to take care of it. Right. And so my mindset is what of, of like, let's respect what we have. And also son, I want to teach you that this is a good habit to have the rest of your life. My son's mindset, if I might be so bold is I don't want to do this. This is probably a request that I think is ridiculous, but I hear it often, right? So I know I need to do something, but what's the bare minimum? And and so that's just a metaphor for all of life, I feel like. Um, you know, you might have a mindset of like, I know I need to lose weight, but I don't really want to, but I feel socially peer pressured into it. So I'm going to go on this ridiculous thing that I don't really care about. Okay. Mindset matters. Thoughts become things. What you actually dwell on becomes the actual results of your life. So mindset methods. And the last part that people really want is magic. When, of course, in writing the book, Edgy, when you can, when you can, with discipline, apply and grow and learn and level up, all of a sudden you look around yourself from time to time and you notice that you've created some magical moments that you never expected yourself to do. I don't know. I mean, Brock, you've certainly had some of those moments. What's what's a magical moment that you've had? Oh, um, all right. So you turned it around on me and started asking me questions. I wasn't expecting that, Dan. I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's my. I'm in the bathtub now. I'm in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah that's right. Splashing all that goodness around. Um, yeah. So. I'm blanking on, on specifics, but I know what you're talking about where you've put in a bunch of work and then suddenly you, you step back and see how far you've come. And, and you know, like, like you haven't noticed the progress, then it's, you know, because just being in the trenches and you're doing it and you're going through the, you know, you're, you're kind of doing the grind every day and then you step back and go, oh, holy cow, I'm so much further along than, than I thought yeah, I was. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then, and, and that's what, that's what everyone wants. I mean, that's, well, you know, that's what we're all, you know, aiming for, but, but, but you can't get there unless your mindset is, you know, pointing in that direction. And if your methods are helping you, um, you know, last night I was sitting, we're waiting for this high value target and we knew what hotel he was staying at. And, um, we were literally camping out Brock in the lobby bar area of this hotel looking at the elevators because there's only one entrance in or out kind of ish. And this, uh, this hotel that we knew our target was staying at and literally for five hours we're talking and watching the elevator to make sure we can, our person doesn't slip past us. Five of us, by the way. Um, and by the way, this falls under the category of whatever it takes, right? You don't normally do this. This is not a strategy for those of you thinking there's not a great sales plan. It's just what you do sometimes. And I sat down at, yeah. Yeah. So, so you've taken like business consulting, and this sounds like something out of like Jason. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a meeting got canceled, and I'm trying to do a casual. Oh, hey, we're all in the same place. How did that happen? But while I'm here, let me pitch you my wares. Uh, 
So right. it's, it's called Last Ditch, uh, Brock. That's like in the last chapter of your of your business book. <laughs> if all else fails and the Hindenburg is on on fire, uh, jump. So, so I had my I had my little edgy pocket you know calendar, and I hand these out by the dozens. Um, it's thirty one pages, and I flipped it open. I started writing a couple questions to myself. You know, what do we stand for? Uh, what makes us happy? What am I afraid of? What am I willing to tolerate? What am I worth? Who do I value? What do I value? Who do I love? What do I want? What am I willing to do about it? And then, you know, what's the point? So, and by the way, these are not morose questions I'm asking. I'm, I'm, I'm probing, I'm probing myself and I actually write this stuff down. Um, and maybe I'll write answers to those questions, but again, just asking myself kind of forces me to go through this kind of discipline of, of checking myself to say, wait a minute, am I in alignment? Uh, despite my emotional condition at the time, despite my fatigue, despite you know how I feel about things, am I in alignment? My mindset, my methods, and my magic. Um, because if not, I'm 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 not going to get the results that I want. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. You know, I read a lot of books, and a lot of them focus on just one of those things. Like, you know, the book will be, book will be about mindset and I get the mindset right. And yes, that, that's absolutely true. And then it leaves off the methods or, or you get one that's all about process and methods. But, you know, as you point out, you know, if you're starting from a flawed place, the best process is not going to help you at all. And, and then, you know, w- without those in place, you can't get to the magic. So there are books that kind of talk about, it sounds magical, but you got to be at a certain place before that really kicks in and those get get bypassed. So, so I'm finding this very interesting, you know, kind of bringing these yeah, three bringing things them all. together. So what's interesting for me is, <clears throat> apologies, um, what, 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 what kind of like, this is going to sound uh, very simplistic, but I, in 2006, when I first started writing my blog, Edgy Conversations, it was just writing as an outlet to like get what was on my mind into the, you know, webosphere and to have other people say, you know, hey, you're an idiot or something. Now, by the way, you know, now we don't, you know, in 2006, I feel like you had to go looking for a troll, you know, and now they're like popping up under every, you know, every website, you know, or place. Right. Actually, I feel like I've been incredibly lucky. I've had so much support uh, and and very, very, very few trolls. But anyways, I started writing and it was mindset. And by the way, if you come to Edgy Conversations, most of what you're going to read is about mindset. Every once in a while, I'll get a hair and I will go crazy about some crazy business practice that needs to be enhanced every once in a while. And um, But it's a lot about mindset. And why I do that is because I feel like there's a, a, a preponderance of books about methods. And I'll tell you, I think almost all of them work. Uh <laughs> It, you, they may not work for you in your location or at the time in which they're deployed, but you write a book about methods because those methods have probably worked. If, especially if it's if it's a successful book that's been brought to your attention by friends or other people that's been recommended, then you're reading that book because those methods likely have already worked, right? In a big way. So the mindset <clears throat> is really, really, really important. And now it's something that I think about often because what you expect to get from a situation is usually almost always what you will find. Um, you're going to a family 
you know, uh, you know, holiday get together and you're like, oh, aunt so-and-so, she's always doing this. She's going to drink too much wine and then start flirting with everybody. Or, you know, and by the way, it's, it's horrible stereotypes, by the way, I'm sorry. Apologies to all the wonderful aunts in my life. But uh, you, we have these mindsets where we go into a situation with, with flawed uh, thinking and then wonder why we get flawed outcomes. And, uh, you know, I had a conversation with one of my kind of spiritual mentors this week, because just as, as we were talking before we went live, I've just been a very, very, very trying week. Um, and I, I had a couple things that were so devastating that I just, I kind of just sat and was like, huh, I don't even know what to do. And he said to me, Dan, does this person important to you? And I said, no, not, not a lot. I mean, a little bit. Uh, they fill one area of my life, meaning that they are a stream of significant revenue. And then he went on to say, if this person is not significant to you, do not let them take up a significant part in your brain. And I thought, mm. okay, that works for you. But that does not, that, how do I, I mean, that's, you know what I mean? That's like saying, don't let this bother you, Brock, but you know, you're a complete jerk. And you're like, what? You just right. told me not, don't let it bother me. So I, I, I just was kind of, you know, a little bit down in the dumps, uh, you know, but still you have to execute. And by the way, that's a lesson for all of us. Like, regardless of how you feel, you still have to get things done. Um, and then I was meditating on Wednesday morning. And so from like Monday to Wednesday, I had kind of this malaise. And Wednesday, I'm meditating, and the thought hit me, um, Dan, you have to forgive. You're holding on to this saying, how dare this person talk to me this way? How dare this unfair thing happen, right? This is ridiculous. And by the way, it is ridiculous. But uh, you will never escape these emotions unless you forgive. And I just, just thought went through my head, and I said, yes, that's it. And and by the way, what is I love your podcast, the title and the name, and you've been preaching this kind of words imperfect action for I don't know, feel like almost as long as I've known you, is that for me, I I don't I didn't I'm not as advanced as my spiritual advisor, right? He meditates and does all this stuff that's like I feel like he's light years ahead of me. But for me, I I was taking this action and it was like very imperfect, <laughs> but I was trying. And I, I, was, I wasn't just sitting. I was like taking effort. And then in the middle of taking an imperfect action, which was a meditation that was full of lots of non-meditation, <laughs> in the middle of that, um, I realized my problem. And I, in my mind, and this may sound corny to all of you listening, I said to that person literally out loud, I forgive you. I said it out loud. I thought of that person I imagined myself seeing them face to face and I said, I forgive you. And I have to tell you, I finished, you know, kept my eyes shut for five minutes, maybe longer or 30 seconds. Who knows who's keeping a watch, but, uh, I opened them up and it felt like a load had been lifted off my shoulders. Like the burden was gone. Memory was there, but the burden was gone. And, uh, you know, um, I don't even know how we got on that subject, but I think it's it's a it's kind of a real life metaphor for a lot of life, which is you're stuck, things happen, it's not always your fault. Uh, a lot of times it's not your fault, or it's not even in your control, and you find yourself doing things that are 
wildly imperfect. And you ask yourself, does this really matter? Like, why am I even doing this? This is, this is ridiculous. But what I've learned is that imperfect action with a mindset, that perfect action falls into that like kind of imperfect methods. But that coupled with a mindset that says, I'm going to figure it out. I believe in this thing. I'm going to figure it out. Coupling those two together, man, the, the magic that you'll create, despite sometimes being a complete idiot, despite being human, right? Human emotion, human drama, human chaos. What comes from that is really magical. Uh, I, I, one more thing, because I realize I'm hogging all the time, and this is really your podcast. But I told our team uh, in an email late last night, because I had this you know, moment, and I wanted to share it with everybody. And I said, um, every single successful venture I've ever had that the newspapers write about, right? They, they only care when you make millions <laughs> or negotiate millions or billions or something like that. Every single one of those has come in the middle of doing something else. I never set out to do that. I never woke up and said, I'm going to go do that. I was intent. And, and for those of you who know me, wildly obsessed and headstrong and determined to do something else. And then along the way, I realized as I got beat down emotionally and as I realized the flaws in my imperfect action, what sprung forth was something that was actually so much better, I could never have imagined. I mean, I could have imagined making millions, but I couldn't have imagined the how. And so for me, I think it just matters that you take next steps, that you don't let your fear hold you back, that you take steps in spite of being fear, in, in, in spite of being you know, depressed, you know, and I mean that literally depressed, real depression. Instead of letting that hold you down, you'd say to yourself, I know I'm not feeling like it, but I need to move forward. And, and what comes from that is really, really amazing. And, and I, I think if you talk to most truly successful people, and I don't even put myself in that category, but the people that I interview, right, that like Brock, that I, I find that most of their, their greatness comes from these moments of imperfection where they just are just like authentic and they're not trying to paint themselves as like this perfect human being. They just really want it. And that's their mindset and their methods are flawed and imperfect at times. But what comes from that is magic. And by the way, if you think about it, if you go back and try to write a business book about how you became successful, uh, Think about why you can't achieve success most of the time just reading a business book. <clears throat> because what you've read about was someone else's success story, and it was flawed. It was flawed. What made it work for them was that in the middle of their imperfection, the fire of, of imperfection burned away at <clears throat> all the things that were holding them back, right? Um, this is the same way we get, you know, uh, you know, rich metals as we burn away all the other crap. And what's left is that gold or that lead or that steel. All that's all that's left. All the impact and imperfections get burned away. But that means that that metal, that person, that element is in the fire, not on the couch, in the fire. And that's where your mindsets are honed. Uh, and so, uh, I, you know, I've just learned this lesson. I realized at 40, I'm probably like, hopefully a third of the way through my journey <laughs> and I'll have m much more time to like put this into place.
you know, you hit on so many things there, Dan, you know, e- even going back to you, you asked the question kind of halfway through, you know, how, how do we even get here? And we got there because you were talking about differences in method, like any method works, but it's whatever method you use has to work for you. Like your, your spiritual mentor, you were saying he was basically able, I'm assuming he uh, was basically able to say, Hey, just don't worry about it. Cause he could go through whatever process he needed to go through just to get to that. Yeah. I won't let bother me. You had to go deeper. You had to do it a different way, but you got to the same place he was encouraging you to get. Uh, you just had to do it in your own way, in your own method. You know, a- as you were talking, it, it re- really reminded me, um, and I don't remember the exact quote, it was Wayne Dyer, that, but he talked about focusing on purpose versus outcome. And, and to me, that is where that magic is coming from. Like, if we focus on outcome, it's easy to get bogged down or miss kind of the magic that's happening. It's easy to get stuck on whatever it was we imagined when we started, you know, like, hey, here's my goal and miss that along the way, there's this even better outcome that's about to happen if we're only focused on outcome. And it's also easy to get off track of why are we even doing this anyway? Like you mentioned your list of questions you went through, you know, to me, all those questions go Mm -hmm. back to purpose. You know, why am I doing this? And it, I mean, so, I mean, what you were saying just really reinforces for me the idea that when we stay focused on purpose, when we stay focused on what we're trying to do, regardless of what happens, you know, that day, that weekend, good stuff, bad stuff, whatever, that's kind of where the magic happens. I like the idea of purpose, being purposeful, intentional. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is another lesson that I'm, that I'm learning is, is, you know, for me, um, you know, I kind of, I made a promise to my wife that I'm basically doing two things. That's it. Um, and, and before I was doing 10, I had a real estate company I had this company. I mean, go look LinkedIn, right? The people are like, how does this all add up? It doesn't. It means I was making bad choices, right? Just doing a lot of different things, launching this company. Just doing, so I've kind of settled on two things. I have a community of people that I love and cherish and, and that's my focus. And my other focus is my consulting company, Edgy Inc. And that's it. That's it. These are my two, like, of course, family and all that. But I mean, for business, these are my two focuses. And that's it. And by having that purpose, what's really cool is to say, okay, if I did do this new venture, what's going to suffer? Do I put less time in the community? Well, that's not tolerable. Uh, Or do I go to my company and say, oh, guess what? Um, And and now that, you know, I've got a a, a partner, it's now not just saying, I don't feel like showing up to work today because I'm going to launch a new venture. All those people are going, whoa, 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 what, what do you mean? We, we all joined you, you know, <laughs> all employees, we joined you to be, so that purpose, that intention is really, really magical. Uh, and it, I feel like if you can walk yourself through a couple mental exercises um, and it, you might need a pen and paper, you might need a pen and paper just to sit down and start to like journal some of this. Um, and by the way, with journaling, just like ask, write a question. What do I really want? And write it down. What do do you want money? Do you want recognition? What do you want? Those are not easily answered publicly because you're always going to give the wrong answer because you're thinking, what do other people want to hear? You know, what, what is it that you really, really want so that you can share that uh, and and, and not, not share that you can go for that. You know, it's not about what you're trying to tell other people. It's what you're, you know, aiming to achieve. Dan, I know we need to start wrapping up here because uh, you're gracious enough to to get, give a little bit of time between meetings. 
Uh, but um, so so much I could ask you about here. You know, you, you mentioned at the beginning you used to have the tagline of ordinary guy with outrageous vision. And I think that really, really sums you up well. Um, you were, you know, yes, you were very intense, but you are very focused and yet still very humble and very down to earth. And it, it's a it's a great combination. Um, and somewhere in there, you keep just pushing yourself relentlessly forward. And, you know, what you described is, you know, your wife getting you to narrow your life down to two things. Either one of oh, those yeah. could absolutely yeah. consume your life. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. they're, they're not small. They're not <laughs> and at small times they two do. things. <laughs> um, and, and you're still pushing forward. And and I know within that you haven't given up on, on running. You, you know, you've still got these other things that fit in around that that are still huge things in there. And I, to me, it just really underscores kind of the, this magic of getting clear on your purpose and being able to focus on that. Um, I, I didn't know that's where we we're going today, but I absolutely love that. It's a great reminder for me. And um, Dan, so you've got a lot going on. How can people you know, help you? How can the folks listening to this podcast help you? I would say if you're in the community, um, you know, I, I get joy when I see people like helping each other. That's just awesome. It's really cool. And um, I, I think how you can help me is um, don't be afraid to encourage me. Um, I think some, you know what I mean? Is that too uh, real? <laughs> you know, sometimes I need encouragement and I know that sounds probably selfish, but uh, there are days where it's like, oh, man. And, um, you know, every once in a while, uh, it, you just feel broken on a lot of levels. And so, yeah, I think the, probably the most honest answer is, um, you know, every once in a while, encourage people who, who you might think don't need encouragement, you know? And <clears throat> here's how that goes. It's as simple as like, hey, just thinking about you. Everything okay. And uh, I know I've gotten a message from you a time or two like that, Brock. It's, it's just like really that that even if someone's in the middle of a meeting, I can't respond. Right. <laughs> you know, that or, or busy with something like that. Just that that that's that's what changes the world. That's so, yes, if you think about it and you're thinking about me, dash off a quick note. And then the second thing is take action. I get inspired by seeing other people. You know, I'll see people in the community with sales skills. I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to level up or this person doing this thing. And I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. And then it pushes me not to copy them, but to do my own thing at a higher level. Mm. Nice. Well, Dan, we will get you to your next meeting and end it right there. Hey, thank you for listening to Imperfect Action today. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was. What what are you going to take from the show and put into action in your life right now today to help you move forward? Hit me up in the comments or on Twitter. I'm dying to hear how is this show helping you to move forward? Now, one of the things I want to mention was that today's episode was brought to you by Nutrafit. Now, I tried Nutrafit's whey protein supplement after meeting the founder and hearing about his journey and his commitment to quality. I like to support up and coming businesses, so I gave it a try and I was really amazed at it. Now, I've had a lot of different protein drinks, but what made NutraFit different is, one, that it mixes immediately, and also that the chocolate flavor actually tasted like chocolate. You know, so often they taste that like some kind of chemical engineering science project rather than just like food. And on top of that, NutraFit has no artificial sweeteners, colors, or preservatives. 
Plus, it includes probiotics, and I find it to be easy on the stomach. Now, the true taste test of it all is that my teenage daughter even likes it. She often has a shaker cup in the morning just on her way to school. Now, there are a lot of supplement brands on the market, but I do want to mention that NutraFit happens to be my personal favorite. And as a listener of Imperfect Action, you get 15% off of any order. When you're at checkout, after you've picked out your products, just use the code TAKEACTION. And that's written as one word, just take action at checkout. Now, my personal favorite, and I'm not trying to influence you here, but is the double chocolate whey protein. And you can order right on Nutrifit's website. That's N-U-T-R-I-F-I-T-T. There's two T's in there. So Nutrifit.net. And let me know what you think. Just a little, just a little.